This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Paluso. I'm so excited you're here. Are you excited you're here? Weekly, I'm coming to you. Weekly, I'm pumped. Thank you for your listenership. Thank you for your support. If you'd like some exclusive content, ooh yeah, daddy. We've got some exclusive content for your ears, for your viewing pleasure over at the Patreon page. That's right, every week now, going strong exclusive content for your ass join the fan club patreon.com forward slash jesse may peluso i was gonna say piz luso but then i realized it sounded like i was saying piss and I, I don't like that word piss coming from someone who says a lot of words and is very open with their language and vernacular i don't like piss it's a weird word and I, you know i don't even say pissed off really peeved Peeved is probably better than pissed. I don't know, something about piss. Just one of those ones that rubs me the wrong way. But if you want to be rubbed the right way, go to my Patreon page (laughs) and get some exclusive content. And if you'd like to watch today's episode, ooh, you voyeur you, you little voyeur you, you can go to the YouTube page and click like and subscribe. Subscribe to my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso. You know it. You love it. Tell your friends, click like and subscribe. Let them all know that your girl is posting clips from all of the podcasts. There's soon to be deuce clips, but there are girl clips up there. There are STP clips as well as other just of my own ridiculousness, not from the show ridiculousness, but my own ridiculousness that we post up there. And thank you for everybody who's already subscribed. I appreciate your support. It's fucking awesome. It's dope. And speaking of support, we have more support on this podcast this week. Shout out to Ana Luisa, the jewelry company that I joined up with for Valentine's Day. They're back. My crew is back. We love each other. I love their necklaces. If you know me, honestly, I wear 45 necklaces at once because I I have a dream of being a rapper. I really do have like this underlying desire to drop a rap record and I I still might do it but I love layering necklaces and every time I wear my necklaces the way I wear them girls always compliment me it seems to be like a vibe nowadays I have this one key necklace that I've had for years it was the first necklace I bought and I remember it was like $240 and I was like holy shit this is so expensive and then I slowly started adding layers and I got this thunderbolt this lightning bolt that i found in italy i got this beautiful necklace from italy and now i found ana luisa that's a n a l u i s a 
And one of the reasons why this company is so dope is that they make their jewelry sustainably, which I don't even know what companies out there are really doing that. We really have to challenge our brands. You got to challenge your brands. You can't talk the talk and not walk the walk. This is a way for you to feel like you're giving back to the world, your community, to mother nature, a way of looking luxurious and being, it's like conscious luxury. You know, you're like balling, but also taking care of mother, mother nature. You know, it's quality, it's long lasting, it's versatile. Are you a versatile bitch? Do you care about mother nature? Ana Luis is your jam. I'm telling you, it's your jam. I love the jewelry. I got this really chunky piece. Um, it's kind, And it's got this really cool clasp. I feel fancy every time I clasp it. It feels like I'm clasping something from the Elizabethan era. It feels like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm clasping a secret around my neck. That's what it feels like. <laughs> and it just, it's this chunkier piece. I was always looking for like a chunkier piece. And sometimes it's hard. You guys listening are probably like, what are you talking about? Listen, layering your necklaces takes real skill because you, you got to get the ratio right. It's all about like the thickness and the length. You don't want to have like too many chains the same length. And you also want like a chunky monkey up in there. So I got a chunky monkey from Ana Luisa and I freaking love it. And I'm looking to add another long piece to it. So if you're somebody out there who likes to layer necklaces, I highly recommend this company, especially because of the conscious aspect of it. And it just being, you know, um, them being a sustainable company to me, it matters. Those little things matter to me. Um, and you know, for me wanting to look like a rapper, this is perfect because they have so many different options and different styles. And it, honestly, it was hard for me to choose just one. So I chose like five. I basically created a whole other layer look on their website because they have so many amazing styles. And honestly, it's like for any occasion your girlfriend your mom your sister your wife your girl that is your friend but you want to make her your girlfriend there's so many different people you can buy for you've got to go on their website we're doing a little bit of a discount for you guys you're welcome if you go to um analuisa.com forward slash sharp s-h-a-r-p and you enter this code sharp capital S-H-A-R-P, all uppercase, you're going to get 10% off. And I 100% recommend them. I am wearing their jewelry. You guys know I don't like to hawk stuff unless I actually enjoy it. I do enjoy their jewelry. I think it's quality. I think it's luxurious. And I think it just it takes me to the next level of being ready to drop my rap, rap record. And that's what I'm here for. Um, I just think that they're making really beautiful, sustainable jewelry. And I think you guys should put it around your neck. Put it around your neck. Go to shop.analuisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com forward slash sharp, S-H-A-R-P, and use that code all uppercase to get 10% off. Yes, we're giving back. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. Um, I had a lot of fun a couple nights ago. I went to go see Casey Musgraves. She was at the staples slash crypto center now it's called the crypto.com center which is just a strange name where are you going i'm going to the crypto.com center it sounds like where nerds meet and they mate it sounds like a where there's a nerd mating ball like just how those snakes there's like the snake ball of all the snakes coiled together that's what happens at the crypto.com center but casey musgraves was 
absolutely fantastic. I also felt extra special because I had all my necklaces on and girls were checking me out. I don't want to brag, but girls were totally checking me out. Like, who's that lady? Who's that lady? That special fucking lady with so many necklaces on. It was a fantastic show. I highly recommend going to see Casey Musgraves on shrooms. Any concert on shrooms truly is magical. It's a, it's a, it's an experience for real. Casey Musgraves took it to the next level. I didn't know what to expect. I am a fan of her music. Oh, what a world is one of my favorite songs from 2022. Her music definitely, uh, it was soothing for me during some difficult times. And I've heard people say that and I'm like cornball, but it's true. <laughs> corny no her music really was super healing and her voice is so angelic I had such an amazing time and I was lucky enough that she actually got us tickets my friend Kai and I my Kai my friend Kai Ahrens who's been on this podcast amazing artist does a lot of the artwork for these amazing singers and songwriters and Casey was nice enough to give us tickets and I felt super special I felt super pretty present the shrooms made me real present and it was just a really cool experience. I felt like a normal human being again. You know, we've been cooped up for so many years and just going out and listening to music. It's super healing. I felt literally healed from that angel's voice. She has the voice of an angel. If you haven't listened to Casey Musgraves, go listen. Her, her voice, it, it, lit- it sounds like it was created, like in, it, not like affected, like in a, you know, on a computer, but she says she sings like a fucking angel. She has a voice of a fucking angel. And if anybody says anything bad about my baby girl, I am going to take you down. (laughs) It was such a great time. I feel so refreshed. And, uh, now tonight I'm going to go do some comedy. I get to reconnect with a couple of my friends, Ryan Sickler. Uh, who else is going to be on the show? That's all that really matters. Zaddy Ryan is going to be on the show. Anthony Jeselnik will be on the show. It's um, Josh, my, my boy Josh Adam Myers from the Goddamn Comedy Jam is doing a new show at the Comedy Store. And it feels good to be back around my peers and laughing and busting each other's balls. Life is good, everybody. Life is really beautiful. Uh, it's happening to you. It's happening for you, not to you. It's happening for you, and you just got to open your eyes and open your heart and dive right in. And speaking of diving right in, let's dive into this episode. OG episode, just your girl, Jessie Mae, sitting back, spitting a little game, talking a little shit, telling you about my experiences and my thoughts and my, my general ideas on the world. And I hope you enjoy this episode with your girl, the one, the only, Miss Jessie Mae Pitt Peluso, formerly Stamos. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me 
Everybody. Yeah. Oh, we can't sing. Uh, as if my voice would be so good that it pings the copyright people, which I get. I get it and I don't get it. You know, back in the day when I, when I started um, Sharp Tongue, I'm in my, by the way, I've got my hair up in a bun. If you're listening, if you want to watch it, you go over to YouTube. My hair is up in a bun and I've got my David Bowie, my old, this is like 20 year old David Bowie waffle shirt. That's clearly 20 years old because there's holes in my shoulders. You can call it, they're holders. Um, I'm, I was at a concert last night and this is the shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm still in my concert shirt from last night. I went to the Casey Musgraves uh, concert and we'll talk about that. But um, when I first started this podcast, I didn't know that it was a bad idea to use, you know, music. I would use, if you go back and listen, and a couple of them I've had to change because we've gotten pinged on our hosting platform. Shout out to Art19. I've I've had to go back and alter them. And I would use real music, like, you know, 10, 12 seconds of a song that pertained to the episode. And I actually really loved doing that. I loved curating a song to go with you know I'd record and then think about the themes and things that we discussed or the stuff I brought up and the song would reflect the content and reflect what we listened to um and (laughs) just singing everybody you know singing Backstreet Boys I won't be back tonight if I continue to sing that because they'll take the video down cheers everybody i've got a little bit of a j that's left over from super bowl sunday you know me and my my little roaches i have all over the house nothing like a little day j to get you going i love a day j once in a while little cup of coffee and a day j hippie hippie speedball that's what they call it or hippie powerball speaking of hippie powerball and Super Bowl Sunday, I went to a Weed Maps party. Weed Maps invited me to their Super Bowl Sunday festivities a couple weeks ago. And it was so much fun. It was, you know, uh, better for me because I don't really, I, I'm not really drinking as much anymore. I don't know if a lot of people have sort of fallen into that um, new routine after quarantine, I definitely was drinking through quarantine. You guys know through uh, um, grieving my mother, not that I'm over it, but the alcohol was definitely a character in that process. But just traditionally, you know, living in New York City, you don't drive, even though I had a car, you are, uh, you're at the mercy and have the benefit of public transportation. So you drink a lot. New York is such a drinking culture. Bars are open at 5 a- 4 a.m. for a fucking reason. Some of them 5 a.m. I used to work in a bar. I'd wor- I worked at, it was called the Soho Room. It was on the corner of Spring and Sullivan in Soho, New York. Just a great fucking neighborhood. A really great fucking neighborhood. It, like the neighborhood of neighborhoods. When you think of places that are iconic and sort of frozen in time a little. Even though there are obviously updates that happen in that neighborhood in Soho. And I'm sure there's Lulu melon, Lulu, 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 Lul
Luma Melon. Lulu Manalan. <sighs> Lulu Ellen. <laughs> Lulu and Ellen. Lulu Melon. Ah, the store with the pants that girls wear when they want to make their booties make men thirsty. Those pants. Those that store is probably in Soho now. And it's it's just a really great neighborhood. So anyways, I used to work at this bar. I worked at uh, the little no name bar, as we'd call it. And uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I don't know what my original point was. What was my original point? This weed that I got from fucking oh i was gonna tell you about who i saw that's right i was gonna tell you about who i saw um but my original point about working in a bar uh escapes me right now that's how good this Mar mary joanna is oh okay i know i got it back because that's the whole point i smoke more marijuana than i drink now um i was working in a bar and drinking and i could drink for free and you know it became a part of my culture and that's just a part of the new york city culture is you go out and you have some fucking cocktails and you get martini lunches and it happens in LA as well, but it's just a totally different vibe. Um, and you know, I used to, when I'd bartend, I would work and then hang out at the bar. I was drinking four, five nights a week and a handful of those nights getting drunk and partying, you know, I mean, you guys, if you know me, you know me. I've never done cocaine in my life. I've never done any drugs per se. Um, I, I do enjoy shrooms and edibles and marijuana on a relatively um, consistent but not overindulgent pattern and lifestyle. It's just what I enjoy. But back then, I was overconsuming for sure. And definitely borderline abusing drinking for sure. But isn't that... I think it's congruent in a lot of cultures, but obviously our American culture is sort of known for overconsumption of a lot of different things, especially drinking. And it's just, it's just so hard to recover from now. It's so hard. It's so exhausting. And for me in quarantine, I did, I think I increased what I was drinking comparative to before quarantine because I, I had you know by living in in LA moving to LA the drinking shifts because you're driving and so when you're coming from New York where you're taking taxis and public transportation you don't really you don't consider how much you've had if you're a decent human being and then coming to LA you can't overdo it because you got to fucking drive home and on highways like you have to go over four or five fucking highways to get home in this town so moving here, it was a natural transition. And obviously I'm in the industry, I'm in the can of business and I invested in a dispensary um, to which we are still dealing with a, a lot of the process and processes that go into the legislation or the, you know, getting your license and just that whole process is very, very arduous. Um, I naturally got into the canna business. I, I naturally, I, I, I naturally got into cannabis and the business of it, and it became more of my thing. And it, and it honestly, the juice isn't worth the squeeze with drinking for me anymore. 
that's not to say I don't enjoy like going out to dinner and having a couple glasses of fucking red wine. You know how I feel about my red wine. You know how I feel about my organic Italian red motherfucking wine. You know, you already know. That's me as a, as a cocktail, an organic red from Italy. Come at me. I love it. I, I love the flavor. And, and there are some health benefits to it. I just don't like overindulging anymore. I don't, I, I, I will say, I also love a freaking tequila. Love a tequila. Love a tequila mule? A Mexican mule? What day is it? It's a great day. Is it Monday and I'm having a freaking Mexican mule? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know? And, hey, love, 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 love a Bloody Mary. Bring it on. A Bloody Mary. If I'm having a Bloody Mary, I'm out with the girls. It's earlier than it should be for you to have alcohol. And there may be karaoke before noon. I got to handle Carlin. Hold on one second. Go lay down. I love you. I see you. I need you to go lay down. Go lay down. Why are you sitting right there? Carlin's being really difficult today. I've done a couple broadcasts and I don't know if you, you guys probably can't hear him because these microphones are amazing, but damn it. If he isn't tiptoeing around our studio setup and it, it makes me reminiscent of when Bobby Lee came to our studio setup when I was in <laughs> Montreal just for the last festival. And he took the whole, he took the whole thing down because he, he wanted a glass of water. So I'm just imagining Carlin getting his tail wrapped up in one of these and just taking it for, for a ride. Um, I digress. Go lay down now. Sometimes you need to be stern with your animals. It's not being mean. It's just providing a little boundaries. Go get in your bed now. Go, go lay down. Show that to your dad. So he knows I'd be a good mom. I naturally just started smoking and enjoying the benefits of marijuana. It, for me, I think about things that have been created throughout history, just different forms of art. Most of it wouldn't be here if it were not for some substance, some substance, whether it was nicotine, caffeine, uh, methamphetamines, uh, morphine, heroin. There's always an ene that goes into being the inspiration for art. Not always, but more often than not. And I'm a perfectionist, so I teeter on enjoying and indulging a little. And I need to be sober. And not because I need to be sober because there's an issue. Only I need to be sober because I'm anal retentive and have OCD. And it has it's really hard for me to have things in the middle. <laughs> Either like we do it or we don't. But with this, I've found a really good balance. I found a really good balance in LA. I feel like it's healthier in my soul for many reasons. Not completely, you know, not like LA is the healthiest place to live. Certainly the pollution factor is jarring and the homelessness is a huge issue. But as far as like the sun and the physical lifestyle and the, the access to marijuana, it, for me, I see a better effect, but I'm also in a different place in my life. So I'm sure all of that is an accumulation of effects and having a positive effect on what's going on in my life currently. But drinking is just, it's lost its appeal in many 
ways for me. You know, I went to a concert last night and um, I went to go see Casey Musgraves. I'm telling you, if you want to have a fun time, go do shrooms and go to a Casey Musgraves concert. She knows how to put on a show. The lights and things are falling out of the ceiling and the music and the sound, the screens. It's it's like Pink Floyd for chicks and cowboy hats. It's so much fun. And she actually got us tickets for my friend Kai and myself. And thank you, Casey Musgraves. Your concert was so much fun. I had a great time. You know, and I had one drink. And the drink didn't even, for me, it's not worth it. Even just having the one. Because then it kind of fucks with the the, the shroom vibes a little bit. You know, it's such a different um, energy. It's such a, it, 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 it produces a different frequency. You know, that's why they say heavy, heavily drinking because drinking makes you heavy. It's a weighted, uh, substance. It's a heavy substance. It pulls you down. It causes depression when you overdo it. And just a little bit, just the, just the right amount, just a little, just like a little bit of red wine, just a little bit with pasta. It's a different that make it makes all the difference in the world. It's a difference between texting your ex and not even thinking about your ex, you know. And so for me, I found real balance in less alcohol. It makes me feel lighter. It makes me feel more present. Um, and and you know, when you add things into an evening like drinking and then shrooms and then this and then that. You're not allowing each individual thing to shine or have its magic moment. You know, so you got to like consider that when you're going out and you want to have fun. Well, what does fun look like to you? Is fun forgetting life and feeling completely numb? Well, you might want to pile things on. But if fun is for me wanting to be more present and really savor the moments that I have, then I need I need it to be less of like a, a Backstreet Boy menagerie of things and more of like just share just share shows up in the form of shrooms and we're gonna focus on casey musgraves for an hour and a half and then you you actually can absorb what's going on in the moment and you can form better memories and and this is not i'm not trying to have like a an educating or teaching moment this is just my opinion on my experience of what i've been through and what I have sort of felt like in these scenarios and testing out different ways to be present, enjoy, but also enjoy life and be kinder to my body, but also sort of indulge a little bit. I do believe there is a balance to be had, but the thing about balance when it comes to enjoying and, and partaking in, you know, different enhancements is that it requires a lot of energy. Balance requires a certain level of discipline that you really have to be honest with yourself, whether you have or not, because discipline really is the core of being able to sort of stay within a certain frequency. You know, I think it's a lot, it's all about energy and frequency and whichever way you put your energy, however you consume or indulge, the reaction of that is going to be, you know, a very specific type of energy or frequency. You know, it's sort of like whatever you get 
whatever you give, you get sort of thing. Um, and so cannabis has just been for me, the thing that's helped me create that sort of homeostasis within my mind, body, and spirit. And so when I go out now, I much more enjoy a, a can of party, a ganja party, much more enjoy that. And the people who are there, there's a lot of really cool, chill people who want to have weird conversations that I like to have. The weirder, the better. Let's not, let's just, let's get weird. Let's have differing opinions. Let's ask each other questions. Let's, you know, say things like, what do you think about and have you considered? And why do you think that? Let's just have conversations that create empathy and create new ideas, ideas that are differing to yours. Because as humans, we do have a cognitive dissonance. We've talked about it on the podcast. It exists. It's, it's a survival thing. We have this uh, way of shying away or pushing away ideas that are new because that requires us to learn and it fucks up our survival, at least within our, you know, monkey brains. Um, but at this weed maps party, it was just the perfect vibe. You know, there's like cool chairs that are covered in grass. Like they just really, it reminded me of that scene from Get Him to the Greek where they're petting the wall. We just have to pet the wall. <laughs> if you just put textured things and a big TV screen, some music and snacks, stoners are good. They're like, it's like a, a, a animal. It's like your dog after it's been exercised, fed and loved. We're good. We don't need anything else, you know? Um, and that's what the vibe was. I was there with my friend Kai, Kai Arons, my cousin Allie. And, you know, they had a burger bar. They had these cute little stations where you could go and get some free shit. We love free shit. They had some demonstrations. There was this really dope company that basically was like the Nespresso for joints. Wrap your mind around that. Yeah. They basically have a machine that makes you a fresh joint and it pops out like a fucking Keurig, a cup of canna. Hello. That's how I want to start my day. And I'm going to try and get them to sponsor the podcast because I love their products so much. So stay tuned for that. But just a, the chillest space and chillest vibe. I am so greasy. It's one thing about having this be a video. Fuck, you guys really see my grease monkey. And I've noticed now, I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but on my forehead, when it gets a certain level of grease, it looks like a dick. It looks like there's two balls and, and a peony that goes up my, my forehead vein. I, I just loved this chill party and I'm sitting there enjoying a really fucking dope joint from, it's a company. It's like Papa something. I forget the name. I, I they're supposed to send me products. Um, I forget the name and it's Papa something, not Papa bear, but their joint was rolled in, um, oil and then dipped in keef and it was just like a canagar it was so delicious and we're just sitting there chilling puffing on these canagars watching the super bowl screaming at the halftime show the halftime show was so much fun all the old heads in the place lost their mind you know when those when those songs come on people just lose their mind 
you you can tell who the fun aunties are in the room when they hear you know that piano start in <laughs> from still dre um and so we're sitting there enjoying and i look over and fucking chong is walking into the place freaking chong from cheech and chong y'all you talk about an og canaman he is one of the pioneers of marijuana you know i think of bob marley willie nelson and cheech and chong as the poster boys poster men for marijuana and he comes in and kai and i are like we have to go talk to chong we can't not talk to chong it would be completely wrong to not talk to chong and so we went and we talked to chong and he was nice enough to take pictures with us he and he was really interested in having a conversation you know I, I kind of fangirled, you know, he was in like his own little section, a little VIP section. And I walk up and there's this big beefcake there watching over Mr. Chong. And I walk up and I'm like, Mr. Chong, (laughs) I go, I'm such a big fan. (laughs) Can I get a picture? Which is something I haven't uttered a lot in my life, you know, which is wild considering I have some of the coolest friends. I think just the coolest friends and people I've really connected with that I was fans of and and still are fans of. I am still fans of. But I felt what it must feel like for a lot of people to go up to famous people and say, I'm such a big fan. Can I get a photo? And he was nice enough to gratiate us and we took pictures and we had a great conversation. He just was interested in talking. You know, I was there with Kai and I introduced myself as a stand-up comedian and that made Chong perk up and Kai's an artist. And he just was so interested in talking about music and art. And we talked even politics and his history and his friendship with Dylan um he he, chong said he wants to come on the podcast like what i i'd have to mentally prepare for that you know in my mind i'm like no you can't (laughs) you can't can't, but of course he can he is built for conversing and he's so you know he's got such a great curiosity about him he's built for podcasting and he does so much And I was blown away that he is 85 years old. 85. He really is the poster child for what life is like, the possibility of achievement and success on marijuana. It really defies all of the stigmas. He defies the stigmas and the stereotypes and the things that we've been told about marijuana. And he has such a bright mind, you know, the, the level of curiosity and intuition and memory recall and you know, just the way he formulates his sentences and how considerate he is of what he says. He's so engaging and such an interesting human being. It, it made me think of my dad. You know, he's, he, here's this 85 year old who's spry, spry AF. And you know, it made me think about my dad who 
died just shy of his 82nd birthday, but was so sick for the last couple of years. And it's like, if you have your mental faculties and are still able to travel around and go to weed parties, you have everything. You really do. And I feel like the elderly, we've talked about this before, in our society are just forgotten and casted away. It's almost the unfortunate byproduct of us having a society that prides itself on success because success takes so much sacrifice. And the first people you generally end up sacrificing or forfeiting in the process and the pursuit of success are your family members. Because you don't have time to take care of your mom who is incapacitated because you got to get up at fucking 8 a.m. and work until 9 p.m. Work your career and then come home and work on your entrepreneur pursuit and you sleep for five hours and you rinse and you repeat. And that comes at a, at a real expensive cost. And, I, and there's a lot of other reasons I'm sure I'm not touching on. But I think the cost of our level of success in this country is our elderly and our children. You know, there really is a lot to say for the importance of love and the importance of proximity. Poof, proximity is really taken for granted. Your proximity to your loved ones, your family's proximity to you, your proximity to yourself. And the only way to really achieve all of that is with some level of balance. And I think it's the one thing we learned out of quarantine is how much we really can output, how much we need to output, and how much extra we're outputting for no reason. And, and realizing we can dial it back and still produce, if not produce a better product, whatever that, whatever that may be, you know, your, your cat capes on Etsy, your, um, new medical device that helps babies breathe better underwater, (laughs) your new soup flavor, whatever the fuck you have to output. You know, I think we really did. Some of us learned how to work smarter. And America has been such a work harder culture that I think that we blinded ourselves in the pursuit of whatever the thing was. We blinded ourselves to what that byproduct would be, who the byproduct would be in the pursuit of the American dream. I didn't mean to make this so depressing. Good luck building that company. Your mom's going to die of Parkinson's. I mean, it's just life is brutal and things are thrown at you that you don't have the capacity financially, emotionally, or spiritually, or from a proximity proximity standpoint to, to handle it. We are the culture of delegation. Hell, we, we're the culture of delegating to other cultures to do the things We don't have time to do so we can do the other thing that ideally is supposed to be the American dream thing. It's so fucked. The rat race is so fucked. and I feel like rats are better at treating their family than we are. I don't think we should call it the rat race anymore. We got to pick a more, (laughs) a more appropriate creature. That's an asshole. Probably the gator race. Gators are assholes. There's, there's no, 
there's no uh, like sympathy in in a gator's eyes you know they're just these fucking dinosaurs that are dead behind their eyes it's not like a lion where they're actually considering gators are just fuck you so it's a gator race we're changing it to the gator race which sounds like gatorade which is ironic because isn't that what you get after a race this is a good joint (laughs) i got this joint someone handed me this on the way out of the super bowl party wendy who is um the curator of the party handed she just stuffed joints in my pocket that's the other thing stoners are so generous at least the ones I've come into contact with. I've been really fortunate. You know, I've been really fortunate in the people I've met in this industry. I just, they handed me a joint. And I got to have a stoned conversation with Chong. And it was, you know, that's, it did, it did make me think of my dad and how I wished he was more with it like that. Like alive. (laughs) I met Chong and it made me realize I wish my dad was still alive and, and able to chat with me like that. Basically what I'm saying is I'm going to ask Mr. Chong to adopt me as his granddaughter. Do you think I have a shot? Think about that. I'm going to pull up. We have a couple phone calls. People have called in people. Wow. A lot of people have called. Um, we normally don't, we normally do not, check these um i think i feel like i should vet these a little bit um uh here's a message hello ma'am i was hoping to ask you a question it's kind of personal but i need a woman's advice if you live in la why do you have a cincinnati number just curious sorry squirrel sorry to call you ma'am i worked for the air force for 14 years just habit okay so this person's going through something Um, I don't know if they understand how messages work. I'm just going to say, hi, are you okay? I just read your message on the podcast and we would love clarification. How about that? We would love to know what, what you would like to say to us and uh, please let us know so we can further really give you advice. We, We would love to be able to give you some advice. We would love to understand what you were asking Uh, you said you need a woman's advice. So I'm going to guess that you're a man. Yeah. Your name is Andy. Um, I, my number is five, one, three, nine, one, six, oh, nine, three, oh, for the podcast. And it's that number so that you guys don't have my real number because that would be overwhelming. And I already have to change my number because too many people have it as is. Um, so that's why my number is a, what'd you say it was Ohio number, Cincinnati number. So I just sent you a message back. Hopefully you can respond. Let's see. Um, doesn't look like we're going to... Okay, no, that message is weird. Let's see. This one just says cool. Someone just said cool. Um, someone sent me naked photos. See, th- this stuff is creepy. There's a lot of creepy messages. Like what? There's... Oh, my God. I'm scared. Nope. That's a dick pic. No dick pics. There's another dick pic, you guys. And handcuffs? Oh, my God just check my podcast number inbox. If I ever go missing, what the fuck? Let's see if this one has anything to say. That's a no. 
Nothing there. Okay. We'll delete you. <clears throat> Here's another one. Oh, wait. Okay, here we go. Guys, it's fucking Bill Bong. Bill Bong is back. I hope you enjoy that alliteration. Bill Bong is back in business, bitch. He wants to know about movies. <coughs> does he want, does he think I'm going to make movies with him? Well, let's make a movie, Bill Bong. I'm just, I want to clarify what type of movie we're talking about. And I think we're talking about two different movies. Okay. Your girl doesn't do pornos. Unfortunately for you. Um, I don't do pornos. But I didn't know we were going to make movies together. Who wants to who wants to um, fund my and Bill Bong's movie? We should start a GoFundMe or at least a Kickstarter for the movie, Bill. And I think we should call it Bill Bong is back in business, bitch. And just kind of roll with that. We'll roll with that. If you guys have ideas for Bill Bong and what movie I can make with him, if you un understand the history of Bill Bong, he's a an OG fan who has sent photos and photos of him just naked standing with a sock on his cock, which, Hey, live your life. Um, maybe that should be the poster. <laughs> Can you imagine it's Bill Bong standing naked with a sock on his cock and it says Bill Bong is back in business, bitch. Tell me you wouldn't be at least curious about that movie. Tell me that movie wouldn't bring that poster. Wouldn't bring people out to the movies. And that's all. We don't do any fucking commercials. That's all you see. That's it. I think we might have something there. I think there's something there. Okay, here's another one. Ah, oh, I love you. Did you tell me your name? I don't think you told me your name, but um, if that was you, email me and I'll get you tickets. I will be in Chicago with Carly on our tour with Girl. So email me, jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com, and I will get you some tickets to come see me live and, um, you know, hang out and get a drink or something, you know. Uh, we could do a shot ski. I really don't do shots anymore. That's a total lie. No drinking. Okay. We're just going to stand and stare at each other. Um, thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm glad that you found some resonance in the why you date married people episode. You know, I am a product of uh, parents who were unfaithful and it's, you know, they're both dead. So I feel a certain, I do feel a certain type of way. Like it makes me feel sad for them but they're not here. So I feel like I can talk about it, but my mom, you know, it's no hit. It's no mystery or secret. You guys know my mom moved the neighbor's dad into our house. So that right there already made it a little tricky. 
if you feel me, a little bit tricky. And, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people date married people. And I'm glad that you got a divorce. It sucks you got cheated on, but I bet you the divorce is one of the greatest decisions you ever made in your life. When somebody tells me they're getting divorced, I say congratulations. And I mean it. I mean it. I mean, congratulations. I mean, congratulations on no longer accepting the bare minimum. Congratulations on having to go into a space that's new to having to challenge yourself and hopefully evolve. Congratulations on no longer having to watch him chew or watch her brush her teeth and it makes you grossed out. You know, I always say like when you first date, it's a honeymoon phase. And then six months later, you hate the way they chew. Congratulations on not having to deal with that again, at least with that person, because you will have to deal with it with a new person. It's just the way things go. But I think that too much of the onus of our success is put on the marriage and not us taking a chance at divorce, not us, you know, standing up for ourselves. It's like, oh, so sorry. No, we should be congratulating, especially how expensive divorce lawyers are, especially how expensive that is. Congratulations. You put up with all of that. Hold on. Carlin's going crazy again. Go lay down. Go lay down. Now. Go. You hush. You guys have to hear him. Hold on. growl now doesn't want to growl when when the camera's on he goes away i think the problem is he has to go potty even though he went potty right before we were recording and then right when mommy gets into the studio to record he's like nope now it's my time you're gonna bark for them what is it <laughs> it really is like having a child he, and he's barking at me um, I think that congratulating somebody for getting divorced is encouraging. Some people want the, to be, you know, in the victimhood mindset, which that's you, that's all on you. Being a victim has a, a expiration date. You've got to find some joy. You got to find some joy through those fucking brutal moments in life. And I hope you did miss. I really hope you did. Um, Carlin is literally smashing the chair i'm gonna have to take him <laughs> i'm good <laughs> okay i think he's gonna poop <laughs> i don't mean to cut this one short but i don't want him to shart in the studio we can't have the studio shart in well, if you guys want to give us a call and have your call featured on the podcast, give us a call, 513-916-0930. Send in your questions. Uh, you can also email me at Comedy at gmail. I'm going to be on tour. I'm going to be for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, come see me. I can't believe we're doing another tour. Oh, sure, it is your lucky day. I'm going to be at the Kansas City Improv for March 17th, 18th, and 19th with Cody Banks. It's going to be a great time. A great time. Wait, that's Scottish, isn't it? Um, I'm, I'm bringing a new feature with me. He's so fucking funny. I actually met him. Cody Woods. I said Cody Banks. Cody Woods. I met him in when I was in Kansas City. He's so fucking funny. He's a local. So come check us out. We'll be there March 
17th, 18th, and 19th. And then Carly and I will be on tour through the spring. We are going to be in Chicago, like I said. We're going to be in, in Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. We're going to be in Montana, uh, New York, Austin, Texas, and a bunch of other dates are going to be opening up as well towards the end of the year. You can find tickets at jessiemay.com. And as always, don't forget about my girl podcast with Carly, G-Y-R-L, giving you real life. That's Patreon exclusive at the moment. And don't forget my podcast, The Deuce, with my boy, Mike Tully. That is also a Patreon-exclusive podcast. And I appreciate you guys so much. We did another OG episode. As I said before, I've been feeling much lighter and much more like myself. And I appreciate your patience through all of my evolutions and through all of the events I've been through in my life. You guys give me a purpose. You give me a direction. And you give me something to look forward to. So I hope you guys look forward to this as well. And thank you so much for your continued patronage. Check out the Patreon fan page. We're doing episodes every week now, exclusive to Patreon for the Sharp Tongue Podcast, which it's been a while since we've done that, but I'm so happy to be back feeling like I can. And if you guys have any suggestions for who you'd like to see me interview, even not celebrities, some sort of strange job or a specific unique individual please email me jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail. Let me know what you want to hear and who you want to hear from. And thank you guys so much. I hope you have a fucking kick-ass week. We'll be back next week with a regularly blanked podcast. I'm going to go let my dog poop. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.